Welcome to another round of the book reviews. I am Kyron from Mere Mortals, and today I have the book for you, Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. This book was just part of a, a random reading list I found. I wanted to know a little bit more about uh, American history and some of the classic American books. So uh, this was named, uh, his, his name actually was uh, Ralph Waldo Ellison and was named after the infamous or famous Ralph Waldo Emerson. So I actually had these two people confused in my mind and thought like, okay, this guy's actually pretty old and this book is written a long time ago, like in the 1800s. But no, this book was written in 1952 and it's fiction, but contains part taken from, parts taken from the author's own experience in life, uh, as well as uh, like different aspects here and there from I think other people and, and just how he was growing up because the book is more of a, a conversation, a commentary on on life as living as a, an African-American during the 1950s sort of after World War One. So there's parts of the book where uh, the, the character, his character goes to like a, a snobby black university, uh, which he went to as well, which was one of the like the most famous um, universities for, for African-Americans. Uh, the Communist Party, he actually used to work for the Communist Party and so did his his uh, narrator in the book, his unknown narrator. As well as writing the book itself, he had experiences which are very reflective of what actually happened in the book to, to the character. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the structure first because it is so much different and I suppose the standard uh, novel where it just follows one character and it has a very consistent way or style of writing throughout. In this book, we actually follow an anonymous, um, smart, but somewhat credulous, a little bit naive uh, African-American from the South who experiences a life of poverty, hardship, injustice, um, injustice, racism, and lack of recognition. His life is, is pretty damn brutal. And he goes from sort of like one tragedy to the next throughout this whole thing. It, it flows uh, well, but it also has very different changes of style throughout the book. So it sort of starts off with maybe like a little bit of pure narration. It actually starts off sort of at the ending, then jumps forward, and then is sort of chronological from there. But it has, yeah, pure narration, then it's sort of like somewhat lyrical prose and even sort of songs. Then it's sort of like poem-like. There's dream states that are not dreams, but they're not exactly a what you would describe as like a lucid reality, uh, as well as almost fantasy dramas and irreality in, in some parts where it's just like, God, this, this character is going through some very strange things and uh, there's things happening that are reflective, I guess, of what could or what might happen or what has happened, but with a very strange twist on them as well. Uh, the general plot of the book, so we, we follow an anonymous um, narrator I'm not going to go through the whole thing because the book, I think, is 581 pages. So <laughs> I'm not going to be able to cover the, the plot. But in general, it's uh, an African-American guy who's in, in university. So let's just say like roughly 20 years old uh, who gets kicked out of the university after a, an incident with one of the wealthy donors or founders of, of the university, uh, a white man who he has a bad experience with as he's his chauffeur. chauffeur. He goes to New York and becomes involved in the the Black Rights Movement, I suppose, where he joins the Brotherhood. 
And from there, he has experiences of, I guess, dis- disillusionment with the system as well as experiences of dis- disillusionment while trying to fix the system or change the system. And it sort of just continues on and on. Um, one of the good things, I suppose, with the length of the book is that it really fleshes out his not only his character but also the characters of, of Brother Jack, who's in the Brotherhood, Raz the Destroyer, uh, yeah, in the end is Russ the Destroyer, uh, Dr. Bledisloe, the, I guess, one of the, the black founders, or he's not a founder, the, the black president of the college who, of the university really, like, <laughs> sticks in the knife to, to our unfortunate narrator who, um, uh, has to deal with the consequences from that. So some of the themes from the book. Basically, it's one of the major ones that I got out from it was the treatment of, of a person as part of a group rather, the, rather than as an individual. And I, I believe that's where the, the name Invisible Man comes from. As the, the unknown narrator goes through his life, and we only see a very small section of his life, but through his story, we, we get to witness his journey from like a hopeful individual, a, a person naive but still like good-hearted and and willing to believe that the system will will reward him for hard work and for the qualities which it says it will to this hardened and callous man who is who recognizes i guess that he can't win in this rigged game and that no matter how hard he tries he's, he has to do something different so he basically has a whole different outlook afterwards where he goes and realizes like, okay, no, what I need to do is become invisible, become, they, they'll treat me as if I'm part of a group. So I'm not going to see myself as an individual either. I'm going to become invisible. I'll walk through the streets as a, as an unknown, uh, and not impose my own identity on things. And he becomes almost broken by this whole process and story. So it's, it's a very sad story. Um, it's not exactly like, light reading in the sense of enjoyable but very interesting and gives a, a different perspective on things uh, he loses his own identity almost as a protection and that's another of the themes it, it's sort of equal to invisibility there's advantages to this for example he, he lacks responsibility he can sort of do what he wants and there is no no body or nothing telling him what he has to do or can do uh, when he is invisible, when he is just seen as part of a group. Uh, but then that also is almost taking away from you the ability to to try and make changes. There's no capacity to implement changes, uh, both for yourself in a personal sense, but also for society as a whole. So the character goes through this very, I guess, difficult process of where his his identity is stripped away and then he has no capacity, no uh, ability to to one get it back and then two I, I guess implement changes from that we sort of see maybe towards the end of the novel right at the end where he acknowledges I guess his own lack of identity and then starts making some small steps I think towards potentially creating something new for himself but the whole process is like an absolute strip down of what was there to the bare bones and then he has to try and make do with that um, afterwards. Uh, some of my observations from the book, it's a massive book, 581 pages, just absolutely thick uh, and took a while to read through. 
I personally found it boring in some parts and, and not like I, I like the story in, as a whole, but there was definitely sections of it where I felt, you know, this could have been condensed a bit and it probably could be written in, I think, about three quarters or half the amount of pages. Yeah, it definitely seems to have that little bit of a feel where it's like not every word was measured fully and completely and and was like, yes, this is this sentence is needed in this book. A lot of it just felt, you know, a little bit verbose, verbiose, and, and um, I, I feel could have uh, been reduced down a little bit. There is an awful, awful scene right at the start of the book. I think it's on page number 15 where it starts to go through his uh how he gets to the college and it involves this boxing scene where it's basically him and another 10 africans or 10 african americans 10 or 11 put into a boxing ring blindfolded and then for the amusement of the white people they they have to to box um without like seeing or anything and it's whoever's standing up last is the winner uh, then they're put on a, a carpet to collect their their winnings from from participating in this match and it's electrified so they're like trying to scrape up money and cash while on this electrified carpet and it's just absolutely horrific it really you know if if scenes like that ever did happen it, it really shows the worst of, of humanity or you know one of the worst parts uh, we, we seem to have a, a propensity for for bad things um, the the commentary on culture at the time and it's like it, it so it was a commentary and it i guess it's like is it reflective of that now how has it changed what have we learned what haven't we learned and it I, I feel a book like this is good just to put in perspective i guess to transport you into time into what someone else was feeling at a different time or a way of experiencing it in the sense of you know it's, it's not a book or written like I felt this at this blah 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 time. It's it's an exploration of a character um, through the through the use of fiction, which almost allows you to to speak of things or or tell things in a way that you wouldn't be able to directly as a person. So uh, I like that. Lacks some clarity, and even at some points feels like mixed messages. I, I don't feel like the the moral of the story or the the main point was sufficiently strong in the sense I don't leave from the book saying or thinking this is exactly what it was about like I really understand what the author was trying to convey I, I felt like it had some different parts where it was like oh, okay I sort of understand this but also don't understand these these things so in summary uh, I'd say it's a dark a dark book it's not it's not fun to read uh, but like many books it it does provide insights into a, a foreign perspective or something that you personally hopefully we'll never have to experience or or even understand but it, it is useful i think to to gain these perspectives and yeah, put into it i guess you know the perspective of your own life and how grateful you should be that you haven't experienced things like this so i'm giving it a seven out of ten something pragmatic i'm going to get from the book is it, it gives you i guess like a little bit of insight into the, the unfairness and treatment of certain people and and it begs a question for me, like, who am I unfairly treating uh, as, as just, like, as part of my personality and character? For me, I, I probably have a bit of disdain for, for academics, for example, um, people who don't put into practice their own theories or who 
to do things in the real world without the consequences, without having their own skin in the game. Uh, I, I tend to be quite dismissive of people like that. So I think I should maybe, you know, have a little rethink of that and be like, okay, is that, is that worthy of my having that disdain or, you know, dismissive nature towards. So that was my impressions of the book Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Give it a read, give it a check out. It's a long book, but I feel, you know, worth it if you're looking for a different perspective on, on your life and perhaps the lives of others. That's for now. Please leave the commentary if you enjoyed it. And that's it. Karen out.